Hey everybody and welcome to a special edition of RJ's Pit Stop. A couple days ago I told y'all that uh, the 2021 NASCAR schedule was going to be coming out pretty soon and I was more than likely going to have some thoughts on it. Well here we are. Uh, earlier today was today Wednesday. Earlier Wednesday NASCAR released their full 2021 Cup Series schedule and wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> We knew. Some some things have been leaking out. Uh, some reporters have leaked some things. There have been some rumors, uh, some that ended up being true, that I didn't see coming. Um, but we now officially have a schedule for next year, unless some virus comes and screws next year up too. Um, so it's still written in pencil. But as of today, we have a tentative schedule for next year. And boy, is it different. I'm going to start here kind of chronologically. Or I don't even know if that's the right word. Um, but let's start at the beginning of the schedule. And before we start with the Daytona 500, though, you're going to notice there are two tracks that I'm not going to mention on this episode. And that is because their race dates have been dropped completely from the cup schedule. That would be Chicagoland and that would be Kentucky Speedway. Thank God. Um, I we I heard rumors about the Chicago Land Speedway possibly being redeveloped, uh, possibly the racetrack, you know, no more, um, and that race just going away. That might be a little drastic. I don't know. Maybe run the bush cars or the trucks there so you can keep a foot in the Chicago market. Um that's that's going to be big if that track just goes away and NASCAR doesn't race there anymore. That would that would suck for that area. Kentucky, on the other hand, that one kind of shocked me. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know anybody who thinks Kentucky is a good race. Um, I sure as hell don't. I think Kentucky is one of the most boring races of the year. I think we have too many mile and a halfs. And I just don't think Kentucky is a good mile and a half. Um, it's just really bumpy. It doesn't put on a good show. Um, it's just boring to watch. I am, I'm not trying to, you know, be that guy, but I'm the biggest NASCAR fan that I know. And I can't watch Kentucky. So what does that tell you? It's not, it's not too swift. So no Chicago and no Kentucky on the 2021 schedule. I'm completely fine with that, and kudos to NASCAR. Especially after just debuting Kentucky, what, I don't know, seven, eight years ago? It hasn't been on the schedule very long. It's nice to see NASCAR and Bruton Smith come together and be like, hey, we were wrong, let's, let's drop it. So kudos to y'all. Now, what is on the schedule? Of course, we start the season with the Daytona 500. If there is ever a season where the very first points race isn't the Daytona 500, you will hear an explosion, and that's my head. It will just explode. Uh, the Daytona 500, I understand we are the only sport who begins our season with the biggest event. We like it like that, and don't ever change it. Um, I don't think that'll ever be changed, but you never know with NASCAR, honestly. So the Daytona 500 still leads the schedule off, as it should, as it always should. That should never change. Week two, however, now the Cup Series is going to be going even further south and going down to Homestead Miami Speedway. I love that um, for, for many reasons. 
I think it makes sense uh, as far as, you know, efficiency and things like that. If you're going to be in Florida, why not just go ahead and run the other Florida race? Um, you know, while you're down here, go ahead and take care of it. I do like that we're going to be running Homestead in February. For all of y'all that don't live in Florida, it's hot every other month. It's hot. So you're going to have to run Miami either in the like the very last race of the year in November or it's going to have to be towards the beginning of the year in February or March. April through October, they all need to be down in Homestead. Now, I know we've got a little cool front right now where it's like 60 degrees. I have my window open. It's beautiful. But it's hot. Earlier this year, they ran Homestead in what, like July? And I understand the pandemic pushed that back. It wasn't originally scheduled for July, but we can't have that. You cannot have these guys sitting in race cars that are 130 degrees for four hours. That That's a recipe for disaster. And so I'm really glad that NASCAR is going to put Homestead second on the schedule. I think it's a great fit. I think NASCAR needs to work with both tracks, create some kind of package deal um, where if you get tickets to the 500, you have discounted tickets to Homestead or vice versa or whatever. You know, figure something out for, you know, the Florida double. I like it. Another thing, I would, I would advise all the short tracks in Florida, dirt, asphalt, whatever, Volusia Speedway up there towards Daytona and New Smyrna up there towards Daytona, East Bay in the Tampa area, Y'all need to have big, big races that week. The week in between the Daytona 500 and Homestead, all those drivers need to be staying in Florida. Now, I'm sure a few of them are going to go back to Charlotte, you know, be with their families and do all that, and then come back. But this is when New Smyrna needs to step up and say, you know what? Nope. Late model race, 25000 to win. Kyle Busch, come run it. Volusia needs to say, hey, Kyle Larson, Come run a late model or a sprint car here at Volusia. East Bay, same thing with Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse, one of them dirt boys. Get them to come down and race at your track. It would be a great thing to get people in the gate. It's a, it's a, it's a big money deal if you have a Cup Series driver in your town. That'd be huge. After the race at Miami, we begin the West Coast Swing where the cup cars will go to Fontana, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. I, I still like the West Coast swing. Again, you just heard me talk about efficiency. If we're going to be on the West Coast, why not just go ahead and take care of the whole West Coast at once and, you know, let's, let's just do it all at once. Uh, now, obviously, there's more West Coast races later in the season, but it makes sense to lump them all together for travel purposes and for just being efficient and being smart. I like it. The only thing I would propose here is it rains a lot in the summertime in the south. And so maybe that west coast swing, I understand it gets hot out west, but maybe that west coast swing, maybe one year you push it back later in the season uh, because it doesn't rain as often out west as it does here. And so you're less likely to deal with a rain out situation if Fontana is run in May um, and you could move Atlanta up to, you know, March or whatever. Just think for, for you know, weather purposes, something you can't control. Maybe move the West Coast swing back a little bit and move some of those other East Coast or South Southern races up. Just a thought. I don't have a problem with it, though. It's great. All right. 
this leads me to the next thing. And this is by far my least favorite thing on the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series schedule. And I don't hate it. Um, so that ought to tell you how good of a job NASCAR did with this schedule. They are going to host a dirt race at Bristol Motor Speedway. A dirt race at Bristol Motor Speedway. I have been advocating for years. I believe the Cup Series should run a dirt race. These are the best stock car drivers in the world. Let's see how they can do. We, we already run them on super speedways, short tracks, road courses, a lot of road courses this year. I'll get to that. Why not see what they can do on dirt? I love the idea. What I don't love is that we have taken a race away from the real Bristol, essentially. We're going to dump a ton of dirt over it, and we're going to have these cup cars run on dirt. Why, instead of that, why not send the boys to Eldora? Why not send the boys to Volusia or East Bay or any other big dirt track anywhere in America? There's a ton of dirt tracks that you could send the Cup Series to and it'd be a huge hit. Why would we dump a bunch of dirt on the greatest asphalt short track in the world, Bristol Motor Speedway? I don't like this. I don't hate it, though, uh, because it's still Bristol and because it's still going to be interesting to watch, and I'm probably going to have to buy tickets to go see this stuff with my own eyes. I've never been to Bristol. I think that would be a hell of a race to go to. But I just, I, I really wish they would go to a real dirt track. I don't think you need to go to Bristol. That, that just, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. There's nothing wrong with Bristol Motor Speedway. Why change it? I don't know. We are, we, I wish it was we, I wish I was a driver. They are going to be running another night race at Martinsville Speedway next year. Great job this year. Obviously, it was not run when they expected to run because of the pandemic, but they still put on a great show. The first ever night race at Martinsville this year was a hit. Um, it was a midweek race, so I don't think the ratings were as great as Fox wanted, but hey, the product on the racetrack was good. Next year, I have no doubts it will be a sellout, depending on, you know, population, you know, regulations and stuff like that. I, I love it. Night race at Martinsville, I think that should be an annual thing on the schedule. Keep that. Now, Mother's Day weekend, they are going to be going to the Lady in Black Darlington Raceway. Now, they did not move the Southern 500. The Southern 500 will still be Labor Day, and it will still be the first race of the playoffs. This means, ta-da, Darlington has a second date on the Cup Series schedule along with Atlanta Motor Speedway. I love this. I have been saying, to anyone who will listen, I have been saying this. NASCAR might not want to hear this. NASCAR wants to push this you know, national brand, these Fortune 500 companies. I get all of that. And I understand why you want to make the sport more nationally recognized. I understand that. Here's the thing. You need to understand what your main demographic of fans is. 
It is hardworking, blue-collar, southern people. And the more you take races away from the southeastern United States and give it to other parts of the country, like Chicago, that doesn't follow NASCAR, it's just a slap in the face to all of us. Um, Y'all took away... Darlington used to have two races, and Atlanta used to have two races. Y'all took both of them away. Y'all took Rockingham away. Y'all took North Wilkesboro away. Why, you can't keep doing this to the people that pay your bills. Let's be real. Without the South, there is no NASCAR. I understand there's a lot of talent coming out of the West Coast. California, the Las Vegas area, I get all that. Without the Southeast United States, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, even Florida, uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, all that, and Texas, there's not a NASCAR. Let's just keep it real. This is where I don't have exact you know, measurements here, um, but I would say at least 80% of your fan base has got to be from the Southeast United States. It just has to be. So you need to reward us. You need to give us more races and more opportunities to go to the races and have a good time because that is what we like to do. It is hard to teach someone from Ohio. Well, Ohio, there's a lot of racing. It's hard to teach someone from Chicago how to watch cars driving circles for four hours. People down here in the South, we've already got it figured out. We know how to do it and we enjoy doing it 36 weekends every year. Um, so I love the fact that Darlington and Atlanta have two dates. It's interesting that Darlington's second date is going to be on Mother's Day. Not the Saturday night before Mother's Day. It's going to be on Sunday. It's going to be on Mother's Day. Um, I already asked my mom if she wants to go to Darlington for Mother's Day next year. I'm not really giving her a choice. I asked her, but it's already, it's already done. We're going to be going to Darlington. So that was that. Another new racetrack was added to the schedule. And I've already gone over this in a previous video. It is Circuit of the Americas, the road course out in Austin, Texas. I told y'all, I, I kept it real with y'all, I've never watched a race there, ever. I've never, never seen it. Uh, because IndyCars run there and Formula One run there. And I don't watch either one of them. Um, I just don't like their product, honestly. Um, but... After I shot that video, I went on YouTube and I watched some races from Circuit of the Americas. It's a really cool track. There's elevation changes. There's long straightaways. There's hairpin turns. That's going to be a very interesting race. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a road course guy, but I'm excited for that race. I think that's going to be a pretty good one. That is not the only change in the state of Texas. As I mentioned in that same video, the... All-Star Race, the NASCAR All-Star Race, has moved from Charlotte Motor Speedway to Texas Motor Speedway next year. Okay, I, I don't, I, whatever. Um, the All-Star Race is a fun event. It's really for the fans. There are no points awarded. It is just balls to the wall, winner wins a million dollars. That's That's it. We don't need to have the team's traveling too far for a race that really doesn't mean anything. Um, I really think we need to keep the all-star race close to home. That way, you know, it's more cost-effective for a race that in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. So 
Uh, me personally, I would like to see Charlotte, Bristol, Martinsville, Darlington, and maybe Atlanta uh, rotate that race. Uh, but that's about it. Texas, I don't have a problem with it. We'll see. I don't think they should go any further west than Texas for the All-Star race. Um, I think that would be too much for a race that doesn't mean anything. I will still watch it. It's going to be fun. Also, another race that should probably, or another race track that should probably be in the mix for the All-Star race will be Nashville. And I don't mean the Super Speedway. I mean the Nashville Fairgrounds, the little short track that Dale Earnhardt Jr. and a bunch of other guys are trying to bring back. We need to bring that Speedway back. But first... The cup cars are going to be running at the Speedway, the big Speedway, Nashville Super Speedway, next year. Now, I don't think I'm overstating when I say that race for NASCAR, that race has more pressure. There's more, I don't know, there's, there's more to lose in that race than any other race on the schedule. NASCAR made a lot of changes to their schedule, but no race carries the ramifications and carries the pressure that that race at Nashville Super Speedway next summer will have. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. did a great job explaining this on an episode of the Dale Jr. Download. NASCAR wants to get back into the Nashville market. They absolutely should. That is a huge city for the Southeast United States. It is booming. NASCAR absolutely needs to have a foot in that market. I 100% agree. Where NASCAR missed the mark is Dale Jr. and everybody else wants the Nashville Fairgrounds to be on the schedule, not the Super Speedway. Super Speedway used to be run by the Bush cars and the trucks, and there's a reason they don't run there anymore. It was a pretty boring race. It, it just wasn't great. So next year, when the Cup Series makes their grand return to Nashville, and they race at the Super Speedway, the race will probably be sold out. I hope it is. Um, I know they're having problems with their mayor, but, you know, that we got a long way to go till then. Hopefully that race will be sold out. You absolutely cannot have a flop you have to have a good race, maybe even a great race. So the fans in Nashville are like, hey, that was really good. I think NASCAR should come back to our city every year. If you go out there and the race at Nashville Super Speedway is a flop, there's going to be a lot of people like, oh, really? Like, wow, we don't need this coming back. That, that was boring. Hey, I can't wait for that IndyCar race downtown, though. So... There's a lot of pressure for that race. They need to build that market a little bit, use some money, redo the fairgrounds, go back short track racing in Nashville. That's what the people want. Moving on. We are going to do another Pocono Double this year. NASCAR, please, please, just take a date away from Pocono. Um, in my opinion... By running a double at Pocono, only going to Pocono one weekend tells me, yeah, we know this isn't a very good race. We don't want to go twice. We'll just knock both races out in one weekend so we don't have to go back. That's what it says to me. Maybe NASCAR has other reasons for doing it, but that's the way I see it. Pocono is one of the worst races on the schedule, along with Sonoma, in my opinion. Instead of doing a double, which this year I, I've given my thoughts on the doubles this year. 
been kind of hit or miss. Instead of doing a double, just take a date away from them. Just go to Pocono for one race, you know, 400 miles, and uh, don't go back. That's it. Fill the place up with water and hold fishing tournaments. That's what Kyle Petty would do. Big change to the 4th of July. This past year, they went to Indianapolis Motor Speedway instead of Daytona, which I have had thoughts on that. I think Daytona, 4th of July, it just goes together. But Road America, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, is now on the schedule. It's the big four-mile road course that the Bush Cars have been running on for years, and the Bush Cars have put on a pretty good show. I remember I've watched a ton of those Road America races, and they're very compelling. Uh, whether it's the fuel mileage, whether it's some of the tricky turns, that long straightaway with the elevation change and everybody trying to get into turn one. It's a, it's a fun race, and it's going to be fun to see the cup cars there. Fourth of July weekend. It's actually on July 4th because the 4th falls on a Sunday. That's going to be fun. That's a new track added to the cup series schedule. I'll be excited to see that. A lot of road course races. We still got one more that I haven't mentioned. Moving on. There are going to be two consecutive weeks off. Uh, the last weekend in July and the first weekend in August. Two consecutive weeks off. I don't know. Maybe we're just giving the drivers and the teams never want to break, you know, be with your family, things like that. Um, or maybe we're trying to dodge the weather. Um, but I'm not real sure the reasoning behind that. Uh, maybe it's for a makeup thing. Maybe if we have a rain out on a Sunday, instead of running the race on Monday, they just reschedule it to one of these open weekends. I don't know, that's a thought. Um, one more thing here. There will not be a race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Oval, the Brickyard 400, no more. We are now going to be running on the Indianapolis Road Course. The Bush Cars ran it this year, had a hell of a finish, put on a really great show, the fans loved it, and NASCAR said, cha-ching. Cup cars are now on the Indianapolis road course. I don't hate this move. Um, I've said that I don't think Indianapolis Motor Speedway is one of the crown jewels for NASCAR anymore. The Brickyard 400, that is. Uh, because it's just not a great race. Nine times out of ten, it's boring. Uh, a couple years ago, that was a pretty good race. Um, but it's just nine times out of ten, a boring race. So something needed to be done. I thought they moved it to 4th of July to try to draw up some kind of interest, like, hey, this is America's weekend, we're going to be at America's racetrack, something along the lines of that. Um, and it just, again, fell flat. I, I, I just don't think Indianapolis Motor Speedway is meant for 3,400-pound stock cars. And so now they're going to be running on the road course, which happens to be a shared weekend with IndyCar. It's going to be fun to see the Cup Series and IndyCar at Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the same weekend. That'll be pretty interesting. I hope they do a package deal for the fans where you can go to both races, something like that. Hook the fans up. As far as the rest of the schedule goes, the playoffs remain absolutely the same as this year. I think that's great. I think starting with Darlington, having Bristol as an elimination race, having the Roval as an elimination race, and having Martinsville as an elimination race are great moves. Um, we're not even done with the playoffs this year, but I like the idea of all this. Um, we will see. I do want to end on this. This was a huge day for NASCAR. Um, and I don't mean, you know, just, oh, hey, you know, get your RV, you know, rented and buy your tickets so we can go to the races next year. I, I don't mean it was a big day like that. I mean, 
today signaled what we had already known. This is a new era for NASCAR. This is absolutely unprecedented in my opinion. We are going to have six road course races, seven if you include the Bush Clash. I don't like that. Um, we're going to have a dirt race. The all-star race has been moved. We're going to new racetracks. Um, we're doing different things. This is a new era for NASCAR. We, knew, we know we have the new car coming out in the next year or two. This new schedule absolutely says, you know what, fans? We've been listening to y'all. Y'all wanted short tracks. Y'all wanted road courses. Here we are. Have at it. Um, although we didn't get any new short tracks added to the schedule, hopefully they're coming uh, with maybe the Nashville Fairgrounds or <clears throat> maybe they could, you know, spend some money and redo North Wilkesboro, you know, whatever. Um, and obviously with Fontana's redevelopment, you know, that will now be a short track. But this is a new era for NASCAR and today was really a big day. Um, I, I'm not overstating that. Um, I'm not, I'm not making more out of it than it really is. The schedule has stayed pretty much exactly the same since I've been a fan. Um, honestly, since 2001, that's like the first, that's the furthest back I can remember. Um, really, the only changes I can think of are moving the championship race to Phoenix and adding Kentucky to the schedule. Other than that, I, I can't really think of many changes. Um, and now they have made up for it. There are so many changes on the schedule. I think it's good for the sport. I think it keeps things fresh. And uh, I would like to see some changes every year. I don't think you need to copy and paste and just change the 2021 to 2022. I think you still need to make changes. I think you need to get feedback from the people, see what works, see what doesn't work, like dirt on Bristol, you know. Um, make changes when necessary. I think the change was definitely necessary. I like it. Um, I'm very excited for 2021 already. And we've still got, what, seven races left? Six more? I think we have six races left in 2020. I'm excited for 2021 already. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a hell of a ride. So, um, yeah, man. We will see you guys this weekend with a recap from Talladega, which you know will be insane. It always is. I can't wait. I'll see y'all then.